We are grateful that you are joining us for another episode of the AgView Pitch as we know that your time is very valuable. Our team at AgView Solutions is always here for you for any questions or comments that you may have. Please feel free to reach out to us at cbarron at agviewsolutions.com. And now, here is your host, Chris Barron. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the AgView Pitch. And today, we're going to have a little conversation around crop insurance and some important things to be thinking about here during the growing season. Uh, we have with us Steve Johnson, Iowa State University. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing great. We're heading into uh, the last week of May, and I don't think crop insurance is probably too high on anyone's list because we planted this crop pretty quickly. Yeah, it went in quick, but... Uh, Talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that, you know, farmers should be thinking about right now with regard to crop insurance just as a, as a starter here. Well, number one, you can still buy hail or production hail policies. Those aren't subsidized. So contact your crop insurance agent if you're interested in adding hail coverage to what was likely a multi-peril product revenue protection that you made those decisions in March. But number two, uh, you need to submit your completed acreage report to the Farm Service Agency, and that's so uh, they can uh, make sure they've got a Form 578 on hand. And third, think about pre-harvest marketing. You know, we're still almost a dollar above the spring projected price uh, for crop insurance, and you're guaranteed that price. Um, And for soybeans, uh, we're uh, more than a dollar fifty higher than the spring price. So even though uh, it seems like a long time ago in March when we made those decisions. Um, hopefully, you're doing some pre-harvest marketing because you're guaranteed bushels, APH times level of coverage, and you're guaranteed those projected prices. Again, 458 for corn and 11.87 were the simple averages in the month of February. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, the acreage reporting with the FSA office uh, doors closed in a lot of the areas and stuff. You know, uh, what are some of the key things to kind of get along good with the with the county and with the staff what what are some of the points you have there well i think more than anything um a, a grower should be calling or emailing uh, their local fsa office they need to initiate uh the grower needs to initiate this activity and then the fsa office is more than willing they're going to either mail or email you map um, last year's map uh with instructions for completing those and then the grower is responsible for submitting those maps to the farm service agency. Uh, a lot of times a crop insurance agent will come and, and uh, work with the grower to make sure they've got uh, that information completed. And then uh, signing uh, and dating, once you've submitted that to the FSA office and, and they've formalized that, um, you'll still need to sign and date that form 578. And now we're back to crop insurance. Your crop insurance agent needs a copy of that 578. Uh, not only for uh, crop insurance coverage, but also to determine what type of premium will be charged because you'll be getting an invoice in August uh, for the 21 crop insurance cost. And again, crop insurance is due uh, on or before October 1st. I like the idea of the agent being there and involved because like you said they need copies of that information anyway and a lot of the agents would probably be more than happy and I want to speak for all of them but some of them that I've talked to have have encouraged their clients to come in and they'd kind of help with the 578 get things um, organized and put together on those maps and then they're in the know and the farmer can feel comfortable that things are 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 done right what's your thought on that 
Yeah, over the last 10 years, we've just seen that as a, a general movement across the industry. Is uh, the insured grower working with their crop insurance agent in advance, uh, even before they contact the FSA office, and providing that information to the FSA. I think it just goes faster. I think there's a second set of eyes uh, as far as the acreage report's concerned. And, yeah, we do see that a, a lot across the Corn Belt, where the agent's actually involved in in completing that information that's going to go on the FSA form 578. Give us a quick reminder here on just how this revenue protection plan works. I know a lot of us have gotten done with that. We're wrapping up, we've wrapped up planning, paying attention to the crops and stuff, but we do need to, um, you know, just probably have a real quick reminder condensed if you could do that. Yeah, that was uh, that March 15th deadline. That decision was uh, to determine what product level of coverage unit structure that you're taking for the spring planted crops and that can vary by crop and by county but the vast majority um, over 90 percent in iowa take revenue protection and revenue protection guarantees your actual production history on your farm for those crops on those farms times that level of coverage probably 75 80 or 85 percent level of coverage times the spring projected prices and those prices came in at 458 a bushel on corn and 11.87 a bushel on soybeans that determines your revenue guarantee and it also determines your premium and there's a volatility factor that came in that was extremely high and that's part of the reason that these premiums were much higher but anyway that's it you simply multiply your APH times your level of coverage times the spring projected price but with revenue protection, if the harvest price, simple average, December corn, November soybeans in the month of October is higher, then you get to adjust the revenue guarantee. Then once we get into harvest, you still have to provide your actual production to your crop insurance agent, and it's your actual yield times the harvest price subtracted from your revenue guarantee that determines whether there's an indemnity claim on the 21 crop. All right. So that's 21. Let's shift over to 22 for a second here. We've seen these really strong prices that, uh, you know, have come our way, including the 22, you know, with them been as high as, as what we've seen for the 21 crop, but we've seen some pretty attractive prices. So can you talk about uh, you know, some possible products to maybe lock some of that stuff in from the insurance side. What what products do you do you see that might be useful for 22? Yeah, there's a crop insurance product. It's been around for about five or six years. It hasn't got a lot of traction. It's called Margin Protection, or MP. It, letter, it literally lets the grower uh, make an early decision for the 22 crop in this case. They'll crop insurance agent needs to know that you're interested in margin protection. It's margin, so it's going to be December corn, 22. November soybeans, 22. Those prices are reflected, as well as the cost. Um, fertilizer, as well as fuel, are a part of the cost. And again, you, in essence, can lock into some of these higher prices earlier. You don't have to wait until next March and reflect only the February price. I think there's going to be a lot of interest in this margin protection product, um, and I think it's going to be challenging to get your head early around margin protection because there is a September 30th deadline, and the price discovery for both 
the prices as well as the cost are mid-August to mid-September. But, Chris, here's the interesting thing. You don't have to wait uh, to see what those prices and costs and premiums are. There are actually some products out here that some crop insurance agents have available that you can lock in on those prices now. Um, this product, margin protection, is subsidized, but these additional components that allow you to lock in on prices. I've got some farmers already locked in on $5 corn for the 22 crop. Um, those are not subsidized. So again, I think it's important that you build your knowledge, margin protections available for the 22 crop for the September 30th deadline, but it does require a little bit of cognitive skills because it's got some moving parts. So, you know, if one of the listeners here is interested in this margin protection, um, you know, what should they do as far as you know, what, what are some steps to make sure that they're investigating this the way they should? Well, number one, talk to your crop insurance agent. There's just not a lot of information out there. If you searched online for margin protection, most of the risk management agency information that I'm reading is probably dated 17 or 18 when the product was created. There are some tools, some online tools to do uh, some comparative pricing. But if you thought those products like supplemental coverage option, enhanced coverage option, area plans, uh, think through that. That's what margin protection is. It's going to use your county yield. It's not going to use your actual production history. But I think margin protection is very complementary to a revenue protection product. You've got to have that base plan in place as well. So it's not going to be like you're going to have margin protection that's it. You're going to add margin protection on to your uh, revenue protection product that you're going to purchase uh, next March, but in combination, those two could provide a much higher projected price than what we might see next February, the simple average for December corn futures, November soybean futures. Let's contact your crop insurance agent. I like that. <clears throat> That's a good comment as far as, um, you know, involving the insurance agent and all this, all the above that we've just talked about. The last thing I want to just hit on is just risk management in general, you know, we're doing this podcast now. And like you said, you know, a lot of operations are still, um, as we record this, are still spraying. There's a little bit of wrapping up, probably with some planting in a few areas yet. Um, and then also, you know, getting the crop um, pretty much laid by here in the next several weeks. But it's always important to be thinking about this risk management and being directly connected to the agent. Any final things that, that you would like, you know, the listeners to be aware of or to be thinking about? You know, I interviewed a couple crop insurance agents last week as I start working on margin protection. And I think crop insurance education is becoming year-round. It's not mm -hmm. just uh, going to be a February, March, right. and, and or turn in my yields in November and see if I collect. I think you're going to have to build your knowledge, especially as we see these products start to come online that allow you to determine a projected price much earlier than that typical first two weeks of March that we've used before. And then we can complement pre-harvest marketing strategies that comes with that. So, yeah, I think uh, crop risk management is more important now than it ever has been and again i think the stakes are higher with these higher prices because now here come the higher costs exactly well hey steve uh really appreciate your time today and uh if people want to uh get a hold of you what's the best way to uh if they have, if they have a specific question or need to get an answer on something what's the best way to uh reach you yeah, well, I'm retired from Iowa State, but I still have an email address. So just a, a, a search online for Steve Johnson, uh, Iowa State University, or my email address is s 
S-D-J-O-H-N-S, S-D-Johns at iastate.edu, and I'd be glad to answer those questions. So I want to wish uh, all of your listeners uh, best of luck for uh, this 21 growing season, and don't lose track of 22. Those are some pretty attractive prices out there. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Really appreciate it. All right. My pleasure. Sounds good. Steve Johnson, retired ISU Extension Farm Management Specialist. And we appreciate everybody listening, and we will catch you again next time on the AgView Pitch.